0: It is a story that uh, I actually bought from him uh, to make a movie out of, uh, probably 2008, and held his story and just couldn't get it made and couldn't find the time and yada, 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 and uh, finally gave him the story back to, to publish a book, uh, because I think it's one of the most incredible stories you've ever, ever heard, uh, so... Make sure you, you don't miss, don't miss tomorrow's podcast. It's incredible. This guy, what he has gone through and endured, and he beats himself up still today. He's still healing. But when you hear this story, it will blow your mind. Blow your mind. All right. We have, we have, what is it? The McCamey, uh Manor. We have a guy who runs the scariest haunted house uh, in the world. In fact, he'll give you $20,000 if you can complete it. Uh, It lasts 10 hours. It's a three to four hour waiver. It takes you three to four hours to sit and go over the waiver before you go in. It's a crazy story. Next. Next. All right, so there are <laughs> there are haunted houses, and then there's McCamey Manor. McCamey Manor, uh, his has been a, if I can call it this, a haunted house at different locations for over thirty years. It has it's it's called the scariest haunted house in the world, but it's not really a haunted house. You go in one at a time. The waiver takes you three to four hours to go over and complete. And if you complete the haunted house, the owner, the guy who runs it, will give you $20,000. Again, it's been running for 30 years. No one has ever collected. Russ McCamey. The owner of the manor joins us next.
1: This is the Glenbeck program.
0: So look, we're all busy. Uh, when you get right down to it, all of the things you have to do throughout the day uh, most of uh, most of it, you know, uh, has to be done and you're you're on a tight schedule, and the last thing you can handle is your car breaking down or you're having a problem with your car. There's never a good time. You never have. Oh, I don't mind replacing my muffler. Oh, sure, I got the money and the time to do that. Never, never. Seeing that check engine light come on while you're driving down the street is enough to conjure up a mental image of all the important things that you're going to miss out or all of the things that you planned with the money that you know you're going to now have to spend. Unless you have Car Shield. CarShield makes the process of fixing your car for a covered repair amazingly simple. You can have your favorite mechanic or dealership do the work, which frequently isn't the option. And they also provide 24-7 roadside assistance and a rental car while yours is being fixed for free. So don't let your check engine light change your life. Get covered by the ultimate in extended vehicle protection like I did. It's uh, CarShield. CarShield.com. Use the promo code BEC or call 800-CAR-6000. 1-800-CAR-6000. Mention the promo code backer Or go to carshield.com, use the promo code BECK, and you will save 10%. Carshield.com promo code BECK, a deductible, may apply. Mm. (laughs) McCamey Manor, not your standard haunted house. It's an audience participation event. ...in which you, as an individual, will live your own horror movie. You have to be in great health. Uh, you, you have to be drug-free. Uh, you have to have a doctor's slip, I believe. You go through all kinds of, uh, uh, all kinds of things that you must complete, including a three- to four-hour release form. Uh, and of all things, you also cannot swear... <laughs> this is this is the craziest thing ever uh rush russ McCaney is the owner he's been doing it for about 30 years and there is actually a petition now to get him to stop doing it nobody's hurt by it it's not any kind of sexual gratification kind of thing this guy uh used to be in the military and uh, and knows how to get to people. And he is a fascinating individual. Russ, how are you? Uh, do we have Russ on the... I see him there. We have him? Uh, for some reason, we can't mm. get him on the phone. Hmm. All right, can you call him back, please? Uh, for some reason, our phones aren't working. This is really going to piss me off. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> there he is, Russ. Right. How are you?
2: I'm here. Yeah, where are yeah. you
0: guys at? Okay. <laughs> oh, we're here. We're just your worst nightmare. No, actually, um, I can't I I really cannot understand what's happening here because everything I've heard about you is that you're a really good, normal, nice guy. And yet you bring everybody's worst nightmare. To reality.
2: Yeah, they get kind of hysterical about this whole thing. And um, I don't know what the deal is. I mean, it happens every year around this time of the year. You know, the whole shut McKinney Manor down. But, no, I don't get it either. It's just that, well, I do get it. So I make these crazy movies. I make these wild YouTube films. And they look scary because they're supposed to look scary. I mean, <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a filmmaker. So I'm trying to make it look as scary as possible. And people just get really upset blow things way out of proportion and now they're doing anything and everything to shut me down and i don't know if it's going to happen i mean this is america this is you know uh do, well, you know, you I know?
0: Know. look Rusty here's the thing right. i am i, I am <laughs> so intrigued by you uh you're a you're a fan of the show are you not yeah absolutely yeah okay so you're I mean, a lot of people on the left would say that shows the how sick you are. But um, I'm fascinated by you because you are a you you are a you, you don't seem to be doing this just for hype or for kicks. You've never hurt anybody, right?
2: No. Okay. No, no it's it's not that. No one gets hurt. It's um, it's very safe. It just it seems frightening when you're going through it. It's all just a big. A big show, a big illusion, but I definitely have some a few people kind of fooled into thinking it's something other than it is. I suspect
0: right, but you have been. <laughs> I've seen a video <laughs> where you've buried a person except for their open mouth.
3: Well, yeah, of course. <laughs> well,
0: yeah. Well, yeah. Well, of course. yeah. Of course. Of course. Obviously, <laughs> you got
3: to put a cage over I mean, somebody's yeah. face
0: and
2: then bury them alive. <laughs> yeah, well, obviously. I mean, who hasn't done that before? <laughs>
0: right. 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 So I'm, I'm wondering. Let's just start here. um
2: Why do people do this? They're just major adrenaline junkies. These are people who have lived and they've done all the bungee jumping and skydiving and then all the exciting things out there and, and nothing really affects them anymore. So they come to me like, Oh, I really want to feel this again. I want to feel what it was like when I you know, rode my first roller coaster I saw my first scary movie. Help me out, Russ, help me out. I'm like, okay, I can help you out. And,
0: uh, <laughs> That's bizarre. So, wow. so yeah. it's not a, it's <laughs> definitely not some sort of, you know, sexual thing. There's, there's none no. of that going
2: on no in fact there's 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 three very very big rules in the matter there's nothing sexual there's nothing inappropriate, and there's nothing religious so we keep it there 's nothing you know satanic or i mean there's nothing like that in there whatsoever it never has been it 's very p g thirteen it's just like an Indiana Jones ride on steroids, kind of you know, and like you mentioned there 's no cussing I mean how scary can it be there's no cussing well there's
0: no cussing you are. You find you, everybody starts with 20 grand, and then I understand that if you cuss, you're, you're docked $500. So they're they might be cussing,
2: but they're penalized <laughs> for it. That's right. That's right. Okay, you learn real fast. That, well, I won't say that anymore, and so yeah. You're so right. now
0: each of these are custom to each person because aren't you just doing uh really enhanced interrogations
2: basically yes and it's it's customized for that one individual or two folks that go through per week we uh it's funny you know we we talk to their parents or talk to their family and friends or the coworkers and and they're more than willing to throw them under the bus they're more than willing to <laughs> give us all the dirt about what really scares them wow. and so we do a lot of investigative work to find out what's going to make a good show of that individual before anything starts. So there's a lot to it. It's not just showing up and going, okay, I'm here, Russ, uh, torture me now. You know, and I hate that word because, because no one's tortured anyways, but uh, you know, that's what the audience seems to think. And that's why that petition has gained so much speed, which is just incredible. It's like 80,000 plus, you know, signatures now, maybe more than that. It's over a haunted house, over, somebody just doing a hobby it's not even a business it's just because right, you do a little old hobby people pay you in dog food <laughs> right, right? dog food yes one big bag of dog food helps toward <laughs> rescue the animals and yeah so Amazing. that's it right there okay. it is it's crazy okay all
0: right hey, hey, let me just add it is there I mean if you go through enhanced interrogation, uh, I know I know Navy SEALs, and I know people in the military who have gone through it for real, and it does right. psychologically
2: scar you. Well, hopefully we're not scarring anybody. It's not as intense as if you went to, like, SEER school, which is search and rescue and, and survival school, that type of thing, and our BUDS training, you know, which is SEAL training. It's not like that, but I definitely do take aspects of what I learned in the military after 23 years and it's just a lot of common sense i mean you know i do hypnosis which everybody knows i do that and i'm not hiding it from the audience when they first first come here one of the first things on the contract is saying you know that i'm going to try to hypnotize you now i may not hypnotize everybody but i'm going to give it my old college try here because if i can do that then they're like putty in my hands at that point in the game what? And so what? there is mind control techniques, but in a but in a fun kind of way, not in fun. <laughs> that's what's so crazy about this. Of, you know, is
0: is you? I've seen videos where this woman is just. She looks like, and I know it's not, but she looks like she has blood all over her face. She looks like she's in hysterics. and She's got something in her mouth that's keeping her mouth open, and you're, and you're like, okay. It's about to get intense, (laughs) and you're like, what? (laughs) Are you okay with that? Are you okay? You seem like Santa (laughs) that is bringing somebody through hell.
2: (laughs) Maybe a little bit. I'm always checking on people. I'm always stopping the show to ask if they're mentally and physically okay to go on, and that's what a lot of people don't see. If you saw that little tidbit, and that's, probably a mistake in editing but who knows I, I'm sure it's out there but I do I'm always trying to make sure that people know and that the that the person going through knows that they're safe and they have total control they can stop the show anytime they want to this the deal of not having a safe safe word that ended several years ago because there was a time I have to admit that we didn't offer a safe phrase and they signed up to go as long as we wanted them to go. <laughs> so, oh, wow. Other entertaining. Gosh. Wow. But, but, now, but now, yeah, there's absolutely a safe phrase. So you would be fine, Glenn. I think you might want to try this just as a... Yeah, no. You know. <laughs> no. <because laughs> uh-uh. What's
3: the longest no, anybody's no. gone okay. since you've had the safe phrase, Russ? How, how long is... Because you say well, the, the show can last up to 10 hours, right?
2: Right, right. So the way it works is that you have to... Start the clock. You have to do an event, grab a key, open a door, do something to start the clock. Once you start the clock, then your ten hour meter is on, but nobody has even started the clock yet.
3: Oh now
0: my gosh. Say that people, yeah. Wow.
2: But that's not to say that Wait. People wait wow. Wait. Way.
0: You've buried people <laughs> with their
2: <laughs> mouth open. <laughs> that that's not on the clock. The clock? You have to get to a certain point of uh-huh. being buried. You have to have a certain depth, so to speak. And once you get wow. to a certain point, now the clock starts. Now, I, I must say, there is one woman who's actually coming back here again in, in November. She's been through it nine times. And she's this oh, solid, upstanding individual You know, who works in Washington, D.C., and a big high player. And she just loves the stuff we counted up how much time she spent inside the actual manor, and she's been inside 45 hours of actually doing activities. 45 hours of doing different things. So, My is it Elizabeth no. Warren?
4: There's a lot. <laughs> there's a lot to in, dude.
0: <laughs> is Elizabeth Warren? <laughs> Nancy Pelosi? Yeah. yeah. <laughs>
2: have you ever?
3: Have you ever had like a Navy SEAL or Delta Force try this? I have. You have. I, I have. And they have not have. made it through, huh?
2: They have, they have not, they have not, and um, I get a lot of military folks. In fact, military folks are my favorite because they have their head on a swivel. They know how to overcome and adapt. They know how right. to, you know, they're not, they're not knuckleheads. And this is definitely a, a non-knucklehead zone. And you know, we don't want the crazy ones. We don't want the ones who're just trying to come here just for the money. Because if you're coming here for the money, you're going to be really. Upset when you leave here because you're not going to walk away with anything because the manor is always going to win, but in a fun way. You know, it really is fun, and that's why the testament to that is why people come back time and time again. No, it doesn't sound it fun. fun.
0: It, no, it doesn't sound fun. <laughs> It I just know, does
2: I know. I'm telling you, you got to try it. You got to. No,
0: I'm <laughs> no, I'm not a candidate uh, for this. Let me let me
2: hypnotize
0: you. Sam. Yeah. <laughs> hypnotize yeah. You. All right. Hang on just a second. Uh, we'll continue with Russ McCamey from the McCamey Manor. Uh, you can follow it and find it at McCameyManor.com It is wild. Netflix just just did the movie uh, on it. It's it's pretty intense. Now uh stealing someone's identity that's about as much of a thrill that i want to have as somebody stealing my identity cyber criminals today have grown in numbers sophistication when it comes to finding ways to remove you from your money and the worst thing you can do is ignore it it's worse than just making sure you got a hand on your wallet at all times. Your identity is floating around in cyberspace much of the time, and to assume that you're going to escape some sort of incursion in a world where cybercrime is increasing rather than decreasing is pretty, pretty dangerous knucklehead zone, as Russ just said. Good news is there's LifeLock. LifeLock detects a wide range of identity threats, keeps you informed if and when somebody's out there trying to get a hold of or sell your information online. And nobody can prevent all identity theft or monitor all transactions at all businesses. But LifeLock sees the threats that you might miss on your own. Act now and get an extra 10% off your first year with the promo code BACK. Call 1-800-LIFELOCK or visit lifelock.com. Use the promo code BACK and save an extra 10% off of your first year. It's lifelock.com, promo code BECK. We pause for 10 seconds. All right. So Russ McCamey from uh, McCamey Manor. Uh, You're in Tennessee, a, a place called Summertown, which I believe... The heat miser had to give it to his brother so it could s- snow there one Christmas. Um, but uh, you are you're uh, how does the town react
2: to you? Oh, they oh, they they went crazy over me and they and they still do
0: in a good way or a bad way.
2: Um, in, in a bad way, hey. at least mm. at least the leadership, you know, the leadership When I first got here, they put out a. A community alert saying get this guy out of town this is where he lives go get him you don't want him here you go tell him you don't want him here basically i had a, a target on my back for quite a while and then and then the town folk they started kind of coming around my way they started meeting me and thought this guy's okay yeah he's not like what we thought he was and but but the leadership's a whole different ball game because they kind of put their neck out there saying, we're going to get him out of town no matter what, and that hasn't happened. So they're still looking for ways to to get me out of town. Is that what happened to you and, in San
3: Diego, or did you, did you just move? No, 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 that's a rumor. That's a
2: rumor that, okay. that's a rumor that, pro- that probably I started, because I like to start a lot of stories. <laughs> you know, so. I love because a guy who says... I you probably know, it's, it's started. <laughs> I'm not, can't, can't confirm nor
0: deny. Right. Most right. Likely. yeah. Right. So. Okay, so now let me give you some things. Um, the petition claims that you hire employees with violent histories and you make people ingest pills that cause hallucinations.
2: Right. Well, first off, there are no employees because it's just a little old rust. So you come to the manor, there is nobody here except me, against the contestant that's it my noggin against against their noggin and and their job is just not to let me get in their head so so that's not true um in san diego we had some actors but as far as what their backgrounds were i have no idea never heard about violent histories or whatever so that's a nice little story um the the pill situation again here's here's where people have to put on their logic caps and i know it's hard to do sometimes or Certain folks always wants to sign that silly petition. But if I was really, really doing things that were illegal and giving medication to people and torturing people and doing this and that, that would be illegal. I don't care where you're at. That's not allowed. So there must be something more to the situation. And that's where the hypnosis comes into play. Because if I hypnotize you, like I was saying earlier, I can make you believe whatever I want. And that's the magic of the manor without giving too much away, just kind of add two two together and realize that if that, if all this stuff's going on, that's in the petition, I wouldn't be here right now. I'd be locked away in the birdcage theater someplace. I'd be gone.
0: The petition you know, says so. this, you're literally running, literally, I'm quoting a kidnapping and torture house. Some people have right. had to seek professional psychiatric help and right. medical care for extensive <laughs> injuries. Jeez
2: i know it sounds sounds amazing yeah huh. it, it, it's, it's good pr but that's about all it is but <laughs> they, they can write it just goes to show you they can write whatever they want and what they're doing is they're they're just taking their own thoughts based upon movies that are five six seven years old that i made back in san diego they're not basing anything upon the reality of what it really is and in fact every show before every show i call the police i let them know what i'm doing I I volunteer for them to come down and watch the show anytime they want to. Law enforcement, the the district attorney, anybody can come here unannounced anytime they want to, with cameras in hand, film everything they want, but no one ever does. So no one's ever taken me up on my offer to actually see what I do. Instead, they do things like the petition.
0: All right. So uh, if you wouldn't mind hanging on just a couple more minutes, I want to... I want to talk to you about uh, how you design these things. Uh, you know some of the the weirder things that you've had to do to freak people out and get them to not win the twenty grand. Also, the four hour waiver process. What that's all about. Uh, when we come back.
1: Is the Glenn Beck
0: program. You know gifts really mean something when they're really really personal and I'll tell you one of the most personal things that you can go through is is a DNA uh, screening when you get the DNA screening and you're finding out your traits you're finding out things about your health and you're finding your your history it is really truly amazing. You might want to consider this from uh, uh, from uh, 23andMe. It is their Health and Ancestry Kit from 23andMe, and it would make a great gift this holiday season. You get more than 150 personalized genetic reports, including insights into your health. Now with more than 1,500 geographic regions, 23andMe is the most comprehensive ancestry breakdown on the market. And you also get trait reports and and 30 different traits that you have. An easy-to-use automatic family tree builder uses your DNA to start building your family tree. This is something, spend Thanksgiving uh, either sharing your results at Thanksgiving or taking the test and sharing your results together as a family is Christmas. It's 23andMe.com slash back. Did you miss Wednesday's special on Ukraine? You can watch the whole
3: special on Blaze TV's YouTube page right now and do it for free.
0: We have Russ McCamey on. He is the owner of McCamey Manor, uh, McCameyManor.com. You might have seen an episode on Netflix of Dark Tourist uh, that is really quite uh, frightening. Uh, And you'll see, you know, you'll see military guys go through and they won't make it an hour with Russ. And they're tough guys. Uh, It is. It's truly a frightening haunted house, if you will. He's on with us now. Um, you know, is water waterboarding is considered torture, right? Right, right,
3: right.
2: Actual real waterboarding
3: is torture. Correct.
2: You do a form formal
3: waterboarding I, though, don't you?
2: Sort well, of? I mean, there is a lot of water <laughs> at the haunt. It is a it is a water ride for sure. Water ride. Um, so, you're, <laughs> you know, so it's like going to the water park. It's all, and because uh, water is. Uh, it's a great way to uh, to motivate people.
0: <laughs> now we have we have we've done waterboarding here at the studio. Pat and I waterboarded mm-hmm. Stu. Uh, we with used insure. yeah, we used insure, but it was too chocolatey. Uh, uh, he couldn't handle it. He couldn't handle it. <laughs> he he thought he thought he could handle it with the chocolate opposed to water, but it was no. just too chocolatey for him. Uh, <laughs> okay. We we have a guy on staff uh Who is trained in enhanced interrogation techniques? And he said, A, that uh, th- th- when I told him you were on this morning, he said, Oh, I'd never go because you're never going to win. You can't, there's no way to win. Everyone breaks. True? Right. Yeah. True. Absolutely. He
4: Absolutely.
0: says he knows because um, he will neither confirm nor deny. Uh, but I <laughs> I I know some you remember the hairy back guy from uh from uh, al-Qaeda that we got years and years Sheikh ago Sheikh Mohammed Yeah he mm-hmm. was right he was at least around the area when they were talking to that guy um and uh and I'd like to send him with a bag of dog food just because I'm a good <laughs> employer uh and uh put him through your course to see how long he lasts
2: Sure, we can do that. All
0: right. Absolutely. All right. Now let me ask let me ask you this, Russ. Uh, you've had really tough guys. What is the what's the shortest amount of time somebody has lasted uh, in 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 the manor who was a tough guy or thought he was a tough guy?
2: Oh that that's easy. Uh, I'd say half the people quit during the contract, so they don't even get inside the manor. So these rough and tumble guys, once they read what's coming down the pike for them, they're like, no, I don't think so. I'm, I'm done. I really? So that okay,
0: so is that part yeah. of it? Is that part of it? Is the, is the release form? Is that part Absolutely. of the psychological workup?
2: Absolutely. And that's also where I do all the hypnosis, too, because I'm not. I'm not so good that I can hypnotize somebody in five seconds like some people can. I need several hours with them. I need to really get inside their noggin. I need to do all the repetitive words. I need to do all the things all the tricks that it takes to hypnotize somebody. I need that time, so I'm not so good that I can just click my fingers and and you're hypnotized so time is important. Time is on my side, and that's why that's why when you first get there in the morning you're 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 there at you know like ten a m and you're there until sunset and then when uh, when the sun goes down the fun begins so I've so got, this is also
0: wearing things. this is also wearing people down so by the time they
2: absolutely. hit the manor you've already worn them out absolutely because we do a lot of physical activities during the daytime i call it kind of kind of a mini boot camp and this way this way it's important i need to know what type of physical activities they can do and what they can't do so I'll have them hold their breath underwater, you know, in a nice way, not, not in a violent way. But I'll just say, well, how long can you hold your breath? Because these are things I need to know because there is breath holding inside, you know, whether it be dirt or whether it be water you're going to deal with. Um, I need to know these things. So during the daytime portions, that's when I'm finding out what their limitations are. And then I'll work around that because the last thing we want to do is have anyone get hurt. So I really need to know where they stand physically before they roll inside the real show
0: what is the what is the most common fear and what is the what is the fear that you thought "Mm, wow i'm i i'm gonna have to work on that one for a minute
2: most common fear is definitely water water is a great equalizer for sure and because there's so much of it being used, it's always on you. you. You're either cold, or but you know if it's hot outside, you're glad the water's on you. But you're either getting cold, or you're just you're just wet and comfortable. It's not always in your face, but but you're always wet, and it just drains you. It drains your body after hours and hours of having a big heavy onesie on because everybody has to wear these crazy onesies, like a bunny rabbit or a cow or something. You gotta be something You gotta be something. <laughs> silly when you're inside the haunt. It just looks so goofy on film. But there's also a reason why I do it, because it weighs you down. You, know, you get those big old suits all full of water, and it's hard to move. It's just another, another means of tiring you out. Absolutely.
0: And what is the... What, have, you, have you met with anybody that you thought, this one's going to be hard to crack, or this person's fear is unusual? I did. A few
2: weeks ago, we had a war veteran who lost both his legs, a double amputee. And I thought, how in the world am I going to put this guy through the show? But he's a really motivated young man who who is a rock climber. One of those really athletic guys, you know, he weighs 170 pounds, solid as a rock, but he's got no legs. And I thought, should I even do this? And I thought, you know what? He's so motivated. And it's so inspirational that, I was like, I couldn't say no to him. And this guy just kicked it. This guy was great. He did everything we needed him to do. I didn't need to dumb down the show whatsoever. Um, eventually, I think the, the water and just fatigue is what got to him. But he held in there just as long as the big, rough, tough guys with all their extremities. It was incredible. I mean, really inspirational. I've never seen anything like it. So Men break was-
0: slower than women?
2: No, no, women are much stronger. Oh, yes, no I by far.
0: Cuz it's psycho it's yeah.
2: mainly psychological, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, the women have a much have a much higher tolerance to my little shenanigans than the guys do, you know. Why they don't, is that they don't fall for? It. Why is that? You know, I I just think women are tougher overall, right? We all we all have women in our lives and they're just tough. Come on, we have to admit guys. Women are tougher than we are. We we know that. So, for if we're, if we're being honest with, our, with ourselves, they go through some really amazing ordeals in their in their life, and things that a lot of guys would say, "No, I don't think
0: so." And I think that there's you know, a lot. I think there's something to girls. I've had girls. I've had boys uh, in the at raising them. Girls are mean. Girls are mean to each other when they're in you know their teen years. They go through some really yes. nasty things uh, in school years.
2: Yeah, I agree. They're and they're very competitive. I mean, they're much more competitive than the guys are. The guys are, are like, eh, hey, this oh, is yeah. fun." Let's, but but the women are like, "No, this is serious, Russ. Bring it on. Bring and, it on, Russ. We're doing this right now."
0: And do you use so, an, do you use animals?
2: I do lots of spiders and snakes and scorpions uh, and uh, rats mm. and.
0: And rats? You know,
2: a lot of bugs. A lot of, yeah, little rats. But they're they're field mice. But field mice field mice are worse because they're smaller, they're quicker, and they love to get inside your clothes. Oh. So as you're you know and Ooh. then they stay in there. And no. so now you're you're walking you're walking around the rest of the day with field mice in your little outfit. Oh and they're my. just you know Yeah, yeah, that's what I say
3: <laughs> oh god Could you make it through, do you think? Could you make it through your own show.
2: Yeah, because I because I know how it works. Yeah. But if I didn't know how it if I didn't know that worked, then no. No. So no one's going to make it through. You know, just be really clear with that. And that's why when people come here, they need to come here for the right reason because they want to they want to push themselves and they're and they're coming here just cuz it's entertainment. And it really is fun. In a to no, it doesn't that, sound fun. Is- it doesn't. You know, it sounds fun for you know. Honestly, <laughs>
0: uh, if you watch like Mission Impossible and you see and and you know, I don't know, I don't imagine that there are very many people, if any people, like this, where you know he's he's rock climbing without any rope or anything, and he gets his right. thrills doing that because his life is so crazy. If those people really exist, I could see those people saying, no, oh, I want to go through this.
2: They're out there. I mean, they fly in from all around the world to take on this little challenge. It's amazing. It's not a local thing, but the locals don't go. The locals have smartened up like, no way, I'm not doing that. But all these folks that fly in from around the world, you know, cross the pond and it's amazing. They spend all this money to get here. They, they spend their vacation time to get here. So, so I, I kind of, I'm hard pressed. I have to give them a good show because this means a lot to them.
0: Do they sell the dog food at the airport? Because <laughs> that's what I would do. I would set up a little dog food stand there at the airport. <laughs> Get your dog food here. Russ, has, has, there,
3: has, there, has there ever been a person you thought was going to make it that you thought, okay, maybe, no. maybe they can go the distance? Never? Never.
2: No. Wow. No. Never.
0: How many people do you turn away?
2: Oh my gosh. I turn away uh, it's thousands and thousands because the waiting list is mm. I can't even, I can't even comprehend what it is anymore. In fact, it's so big right now. We have to go to a lot, a lotto to win a ticket here. Um, especially since all this craziness, you know, that's one thing that these petition people don't get. All they did was just gain more attention to oh, the yeah. Manor yeah, yeah, and made it more popular. I just hope that nothing crazy does go on because you know, It is life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness, and this is just a hobby. It's like saying, you know, Glenn, you like flying remote control airplanes. Well, you're no longer allowed to do that, Glenn, because we don't like what you're doing. And it's the same thing. Nobody is getting hurt. It's not what the petition says whatsoever. So it is frustrating because I have people coming out of the woodwork. Um, You know, this weekend I have an inspector coming out now. They have to inspect for for fire safety now. And there's no fire safety codes, but they're just doing – whatever they can do to kind of harass at this point and point in time. You, so it is kind of frustrating.
0: You only charge dog food for doing this. This is something that, you know, you're doing it part-time. Is, are you really actually a
2: wedding singer as your full-time job? I, well, kind of as a, as a part-time gig, yeah. Like if you, there's a movie on Netflix called Haunters, the Art of the Scare. That's a really good movie. That's a feature documentary. And it stars uh, stars me, and uh, there's also the Dark Tourist one. But but Haunters is a feature film, and uh, it's got me doing the wedding stuff out there. Yeah, if you if you go to djparty.org dot org, you'll see me in all my glory out there entertaining folks and stuff. So uh, so how scary can it be? I'm a wedding singer. Come on now, right? <laughs> it's bizarre. It's just
0: bizarre. Russ, it's really good talking to you, and uh, best of luck. And I'm you know i'm there's there is a part of me that uh says you know I, I don't know if we should be doing this but that part of me is the that big government part that i hate uh i you know as long as everybody is a consenting adult and you're not hurting anybody and 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 and, and they know what's going on i i don't see why there's a problem pat Oh, no. It's I mean, a personal freedom thing. Yeah, it's a freedom thing. You yeah. have the right to do As long as nobody's getting hurt, mm-hmm. I don't know whose business right. this is. Except between you and the person going through it. Russ, thank you so much. God yeah, bless. Sure. Thank you. You bet. Bye-bye. <laughs> I think we send Jason. If yeah. he's serious, oh. I think we send Jason and a cameraman. Is he willing? Jason! <laughs> he's willing. Absolutely. He said earlier he wouldn't, but I bet we could convince him to do it. Um, alright. You have fifty seven thousand dollars to spare? How about how about spending your vacation time uh from uh from work in jail? if this if these you know don't sound uh you know insane. Every year, 1 million responsibly armed citizens are forced to use their firearms in self-defense. And if you do that, it's going to cost you about $57,000. And you could spend your vacation from work in jail. Those victims have to pay tens of thousands of dollars out of pocket just to defend themselves. And it doesn't seem fair, but that's the way our system works. When you join the U.S. Concealed Carry Association, you're going to get instant access to industry-leading self-defense education, training, and legal protection. Plus, right now, they're giving away the chance to win up to 17 guns for free every day this month. Just text Glenn to the number 87222 and claim your free entries to win. It's 100% secure. Confirmation text is going to be sent, but you'll want to hurry because the offer ends yesterday. Well, now this seems ridiculous. (laughs) Well, it ended yesterday. So they must must be starting a new one. Text the word G-L-E-N-N to the number 87222. Glenn to the number 87222. For more information and rules, go to protectanddefend.com. Standard message rates and uh, data rates do apply.
1: You're listening to Glenn Beck.
0: So we have uh, Jason uh, in with us our chief researcher Jason. Y- you want to go? I'll I'll do it because I hate the big government aspect of this as well and I want to help him prove that you know about this cuz I know everything involved in what he's going to do. I know that I won't make it and I'll break it mm. and I'll break. But I'll do it only if we can send one of our send our crew along with it to help him prove this case. Yeah, okay. All right, we'll do mm. that. Now, what do we get if you don't last an hour
2: <laughs>
0: besides your eternal shame and humiliation? How dare you, sir? How dare you, sir? <laughs> uh, yeah, so let's get him back on the phone, you know, off air and see if we could arrange that. And we'll send one of our, our cameramen out with uh, with you. Uh, because it's not, it's not right, I, I think. I mean, this is pursuit of happiness and you may not like it and it may make you uncomfortable but intellectually emotionally i could say oh yeah we you know that's not right but intellectually no the guy is seemingly a really good decent human being he doesn't he doesn't allow people to swear around (laughs) so um uh, yeah, we'll see if you can get that lined up and All we'll right. send you out. All right. Yeah, Merry Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> Bill O'Reilly. I wonder if he makes people listen to Bill O'Reilly. Oh no, that's... We're going to do the audiobook. Bill O'Reilly's audiobook. Unconstitutional. No,
4: I can't take it.
0: <laughs> Bill O'Reilly is up next. Thank you so much. That is a do not miss podcast. Do not miss. All right. Bill O'Reilly's coming up in a second. First, Americans uh, live in pain. Everybody all around the world, they live in pain. I, I really think the, the founders, they weren't that brave. They were just like, I don't care. I've had a headache since 1761. Uh, kill me. Go ahead. Um, there are things that can help now relieve pain without all of the complications and the fogginess and everything else try relief factor their 3 week quick start 1995 if you're in pain what do you have to lose try this three-week quick start of Relief Factor. If you're in pain, get your life back. Go to relieffactor.com, relieffactor.com, or you can call the number. It's on the screen now, 800-500-8384, 800-500-8384. 500 is Relief Factor. Change the quality of your life. Get your life back. With ReliefFactor.com. Man, we have a lot to discuss with Bill O'Reilly. John Bolton is about to testify. The impeachment was uh, passed yesterday in Congress. A lot to cover with him.
1: Of entertainment and enlightenment.
0: All right, so we have yet another person coming out and saying, and this is a medical examiner, Jeffrey Epstein, uh, this looks like it was murder, not a suicide. And de Blasio now has come out and said, something doesn't fit, something's not right with Jeffrey Epstein's death. Also... Adam Schiff on the lack of witnesses who say that Trump committed a crime. Not just like there's not a lot of them, there's none of them. None of them are saying he committed a crime. The Pope says it's an honor to be attacked by American conservatives. We know who the whistleblower is. There is just so much to talk to the one and only Bill O'Reilly in 60 seconds.
1: This is the Glenn Beck Program.
0: You know, sometimes in life, it's okay to buy the off-brand. You know, there's nothing wrong with those off-brand Oreo cookies. I mean, I'm not coming over to your house if you're buying off-brand Oreo cookies, but, you know, there's nothing wrong with them. It's a minor thing. It doesn't affect you very much. But when it comes to things that are meant to keep you comfortable for hours on end, like your bed, your car, the office chair that you sit in all day, you need real quality. You just don't go to Office Depot and go, yeah, I'll, I'll take that blue chair there. You need the X chair with its patented dynamic variable lumbar support system. X chair is the chair that you need. It's it's uh, it is the most comfortable chair that I have set in. And I mean this sincerely. I would watch a movie in this. You know how you go to movie theaters and now now with the, you know, dine in movie theaters, at least here in Texas. You go to these other movie theaters that have those old chairs. And I'm not talking like the 1940s chairs. I mean things from 2000, 2005. They're so uncomfortable. I'd watch a movie in this in my house or at a movie theater. It is a great, comfortable chair. It's an office chair for your office at home or your office at work. 8444X chair. 8444X chair. Get $100 off now at xchairbeck.com. Make sure you use the promo code beck at xchairbeck.com or call 8444X chair. Mr. Bill O'Reilly from BillOReilly.com and the author of the uh, new book, a new book called uh, The United States of America According to Trump. Uh, Welcome, Bill O'Reilly. I I, want to start with this. You've uh, done an updated message of the day, which is 10 ways the impeachment process is hurting every single American. Let's start there.
5: All right. It's the United States of Trump, Beck. I know Whatever. it's a complicated
0: thing. It is. Um, I, you know, just I didn't read it. With, I haven't seen it. I you don't. read it and confer <laughs> with Pat, and Pat will tell you. You see, if I were, if
5: I, I want your listeners to know before we get into the heavy duty stuff if I were advertising on Beck, the United States of Trump, paying him money. Still he would it. be. He would know the title. Nope. And he could tell you the title backward.
0: Nope. Okay. <laughs> nope. He'd be sitting in the. Uh, book you're the book one book that there. still wrote the book. Wait. You're the one who still wrote the book. I wrote the United States of Trump. Right. Every but I mean, in, in this in this scenario where I'm doing advertising, you're paying me to do it, yeah, and yeah. you are the author of the book. Uh, yes, yeah. and I am telling one that you would not boot <laughs> not the enough title money. of the book. Nope. If you were being paid, you are wrong, Mister O'Reilly. But let's get <laughs> let's get to the uh, let's get to the ten things on how the impeachment yes. is is actually hurting the average American. Yes,
5: um, there is nothing good about this. Number one, and and if you see uh, other people celebrating impeachment, um, you need to just pull them aside and say, "Do you understand?" that we all are in this together in this country, that um, we have to have a functioning federal government trying to solve vexing problems, that we must have a robust economy to support 330 million people, most of whom want to improve themselves. Do you understand that destroying the office of the presidency, not just the president, but the office of it is counterproductive to freedom. Do you understand any of that? And you'll get silence because this isn't the way impeachment is being presented. This is
0: awful. You know, I said earlier this week, um, Bill, that this impeachment, the, all of the so-called evidence that they're presenting on TV is not evidence. And this is really reminiscent of the glove in OJ Simpson's case. African-Americans wanted O.J. Simpson to be innocent. So it, it would be a win for them because of history of, you know, blacks getting crushed by the system. They wanted this guy to beat the system. And so the glove was it didn't have really anything to do with the evidence. They had bloodstains and drops in his car. They had DNA evidence, everything else. But the glove gave them permission to say, yep, he's innocent and the well, same thing
5: the jury certainly the jury thought uh,
0: that right but um, the same thing is happening here with this this phone call is giving permission to people who want donald trump to be out it's giving them an easy way of even though it's not based on any fact of yep he, we win he's out
5: sure that's what it's all about the destruction of donald trump um and Whether it's Russian collusion or impeachment or whatever they'll come up with next, abuse of power, it is a game now. It's a game, all right? So someone's going to have an actual board game like Monopoly, and then you roll the dice, and then you'll stop on a square, and the square will say, Trump did this. OK, it's ridiculous. Now, I'm not in the business of defending Donald Trump, even though I wrote a book on him, a fair book. It's not a pro-Trump book, but I'm in the. De- business by the way, of, if you're
0: looking for a great book to read, uh, Bill wrote that book uh, called uh, The Country According to the President.
5: Yes. OK. Um, <laughs> the Little Red Book by Mao Zedong. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. All right. All right, go ahead. Um So. I'm in the business of trying to improve America, and I've always been in that business, and that's why I'm successful. So whether it's books or commentary or radio, whatever it may be, and I'm seeing this as, number one, a division in the country now based on hatred of one individual. Now, there is a system attached to the individual. I understand that when you've got a guy like Adam Schiff, by the way, I, I am counting my um, trick-or-treats. I went as Adam Schiff last night, and it was not easy getting a shirt three sizes too big.
0: Not easy. <laughs> You're right. I, well, I did it. Yeah, good I, for
5: you. I scared every urchin. Urchins were screaming. Blood that is crazy. So yeah,
0: did, you, did you see the uh, news that we know we think we know who the whistleblower is now?
5: I reported last night. We know.
0: Yeah. It's so, a
5: 33-year-old Yale guy who's a hate Trump guy who worked uh, in the deep state and still is in Langley, Virginia, um, who was associated with Biden and with other people and has two best friends working for Adam Schiff. And so it's a total con. It's a total con. I haven't heard anything about him in for three weeks. Yeah. And you know, Maybe it's interesting. You know, it's
0: interesting, uh, Bill, is... Uh, He is connected with Chalupa, who was who's a main figure on our chalkboard. And uh, we did the chalkboard uh, about a month ago. Five, I think it was five days later is when they said, yeah, we're don't worry about that. We've got another whistleblower. And as we find out now, this this guy is connected directly to the storyline of our chalkboard. He is evidence that it's true.
5: If this were a criminal case, it would have been thrown out. Yeah.
0: We'd have been thrown out. Everything's gone because the
5: original complaint is a fraud. So it's gone.
0: What does it say to you that yesterday not a single Republican voted for this? Big time for a win for Trump.
5: And the reason is... That there are senators like Romney and Murkowski who hate Trump, hate him, and would vote to remove. Now they can't, because if they do, they'll be blackballed by their own party. And uh, nothing
0: would make me happier.
5: Yeah, okay. I mean, look, politics is politics, but... I was surprised. I thought there would be a a couple of Republican congressmen to vote for the inquiry. Remember, this was a vote to continue the inquiry, to continue compiling evidence of a possible uh, misdemeanor and high crime.
0: Not one person. Not, Not one, one. witness has mm. said that it is a, a crime.
5: Not one. Yeah, so that is emboldened Donald Trump. So let me give you some inside info because you know I know him pretty well. I'm very good sources. So there was a big meeting after the vote in uh, the White House, and well, I shouldn't say big because there aren't a lot of advisors in there anymore. Because mm-hmm. trust Mulvaney. Mulvaney's is going to be gone in you know a matter of a very short time. Mulvaney's out. Um, So there's a meeting about five or six people he trusts. And they basically sat around and said, look, um, now let's let this go forward because we have Nunez. And this is a big key um, that every American should know. Nunez is stronger than Schiff. So Nunez is the minority guy on the House Intel Committee. All right. Devin Nunez from California. He's stronger than Schiff. So it's him and Schiff that will direct the questioning, Nunez and Schiff. And then in the summaries and the, and the leaking to the press, it's Nunez and Schiff. Nunez will be on Fox News every second of every day. All right. And so they believe that Nunez is going to kick Schiff's butt all over the place. And this is going to directly lead to the reelection of Donald Trump. So they're happy. This is the first time that the president's been relieved. I mean, last time we talked last week, I said I was worried about him personally um, because it was taking an emotional toll on him. Now he's almost buoyant in the sense that he believes this whole thing has turned after yesterday's
0: vote. I would agree. I I think this week was a turning point in this. um, And I think it's going to get worse and worse for the Democrats, Um, with one exception. What do you think is going to happen with John Bolton? Because very they, interesting. Yeah, they keep yep. they keep holding him out like, oh, he's he's going to be the the death knell for
5: you know. Uh, I I, Trump. I don't
0: I don't know the
5: ambassador that well. I never used him on the O'Reilly Factor, not once. Hmm. And the reason I didn't use him, very smart guy, very smart, was because he I knew what he was going to say. I knew it. I mean, it was there was never a surprise, never a nuance. He was. Yeah, but he bringing, wasn't a
0: he was not a guy who was parroting uh, no, a lot he of other people. A, I mean, a
5: hard right view. Yes. Of foreign policy. Correct. All right. And, and I didn't I didn't use any hard left people either. I never did. Mm-hmm. Um, so here's the dilemma for John Bolton. Bolton, you can't assume that he has any regard for Donald Trump. We can't assume that. I mean, he doesn't like him because it didn't end well in the White House for him. But if he goes in and crushes Trump, and he could, he could. He's dangerous. Um in the sense that he knows a lot of things. Um he will alienate himself from his entire ideological structure. He will be a pariah in this country.
0: I think he's, he's on that road already. But he minutes. knows that. He, there's not going to be any,
5: anywhere for him to speak, speaking engagements, no book audience for him, no comeback on Fox News, none of that. So he cuts himself off. Now, the Trump administration has anticipated the worst. They don't know. Nobody knows what Bolton's going to say. So the the counter to Bolton is Pompeo. And you saw that this week as well. Pompeo came out and said, look, I was on the call. And we didn't deviate out from what our policy for the Trump administration is. So they'll put Pompeo up against Bolton. And Pompeo's strong. Remember, ex-CIA chief. All right? He's strong.
4: So does this danger there.
0: Does this boil down, Bill, really to... Um, an extreme disagreement in the policy of the State Department and the State Department just saying, we don't work for Donald Trump, even though they do. We don't work for Donald Trump, and Donald Trump's not going to get involved, and the State Department engaging in some really nasty stuff over in the Ukraine.
5: Well, the State Department now is very simpatico with with Trump. president trump i mean because mm. pompeo is a secretary of
0: state they're buds yeah no yeah i mean i mean those long-term players okay. for instance but the they don't have ball. any access other than uh
5: leaking whatever there there are two people that donald trump deals with uh, every day vice president pence and pompeo those are the only two and they're both very loyal to him and as long as they stay there, as long as he has them, he can use them to go out and, and negate a Bolton. Now, as for your question about the State Department and the Justice Department and everybody else, mm-hmm. they all hate Trump. Mm-hmm. They hated him from day one. Mm-hmm. All right. And that's why you saw the whistleblower. Yes. This guy was was working to undermine Trump from the very beginning. Oh,
0: he's the guy who said that, uh, that uh, Putin and Trump... Uh, you know, Putin told Donald Trump to fire Comey. He's the guy yeah, who started I, I, all of that.
5: This guy is 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 an activist. Yeah. He's an activist. Very bad, very bad. But Shrimp uh Schiff is in trouble because he went to Schiff because his two best friends work for Schiff.
0: Right. I mean it's really bad. Okay. More with Bill O'Reilly, the author of Me Write Book About President Guy uh going up in just a second uh you might have heard about uh the vpn that was recently breached hackers compromised the very thing that wi-fi users rely on to keep them private online now i mean you have to the ingenuity of cyber criminals you have to give them credit for that thankfully however there is a vpn that you can choose that comes from the trusted leader in consumer cybersecurity. it is norton secure vpn Now this VPN is different because it uses bank-grade encryption to block the hackers from stealing the information that you know that they can get whenever you see send or receive over Wi-Fi. It's part of multiple layers of protection that you will get now with Norton 360. It includes Norton Secure VPN, the device security, password manager, and so much more. So don't risk compromising your online privacy with the wrong VPN. Get Norton 360 today. You'll be helping ensure that your online future is secure as possible. Nobody can prevent all cybercrime, but Norton 360 is a powerful ally for your cyber safety. Sign up today. Save up to 50%. With Norton 360 at Norton.com slash Beck. That's Norton.com slash Beck. We break for 10 seconds. Station ID. It's the Glenn Beck Program with Pat Gray sitting in for uh, Mr. Uh, Stubergear, who is out in Disneyland. I want to see Star Wars. I want to see Star Wars. So he's out. Uh, welcome, Bill. How are you?
5: Uh, I'm the same, and uh, I wish I were with Stu. Um, mm-hmm. And Stu may never come back. Yeah.
0: Hey, can I uh, just quickly get your thoughts on uh, Congress uh, going up and finally making a statement about the Armenian genocide, except for a couple of people, including Elon Omar, who said, I can't comment on this when we're dealing with what Americans did to Native Americans and the slave trade? Mm. What are your thoughts on this?
5: Well, I, I have to confess, I don't know much about the Armenian slaughter, um, so I can't really bring anything uh, really? You, to the discussion, but I can tell you that you know the radical left in America is the conservative movement's best friend because these people are so loopy. Uh-huh. So insane that even even the um, people who don't subscribe to to information like they say, I don't want any information. I, I don't want to know anything. I'll never watch or read any news. Even they go, you know, these people are stupid.
4: Did you catch
5: uh, Barack Obama uh, criticizing the woke? Movement? Oh, I couldn't, catch I couldn't take it. I couldn't take it. You know, I'm telling you, you're too tough on Obama. Uh, Obama, there's something about him, and I know him pretty well, that can't stand this phony garbage. And I'm glad he did what he did yesterday. I am too, but
0: he's the guy who started it. Oh, I don't believe that for a second. Oh, come on, man. He he
5: wasn't involved with the cultural woke movement. What? He wasn't doing that. He wasn't doing that
0: his whole shtick, Beck. His, his whole shtick was, you know, that's the way white people will do you. His whole shtick was, uh, right, well, okay, the police act stupidly.
5: Woke, that's not what woke is. No, that that's woke the... Is that you're not allowed to say anything, you're not allowed to offend anyone, you've got to have 15 bathrooms um, for different uh, ethnicities. I mean, it, that's what woke is. Obama is a is – a, I think he's a socialist guy. I think he is, but he, if he isn't, he's very close. That was his whole thing. That was it. Get money to the people who don't have any, and that's why the economy tanked.
0: Man, I just oh, don't understand. No. no, I just, I'm just thinking. I just he I'd wasn't die. a cultural left wing. That's little... all he was. No, no, his, wife no, no. The, his wife on
5: his wife on the campaign. Not him. That's not him, oh. Michelle. All right, I'll give you Michelle. Everything's about race. I got it, but for him, it wasn't quite that do way. Pat, because... Do you
0: have the Michelle Obama on the campaign trail? Mm-hmm. Because Barack knows. Barack knows. Listen, listen to this. This is when she was taken off of the campaign trail. Listen. And
6: Barack knows that we are going to have to make sacrifices. We're going to have to change our conversation. Uh, We're going to have to change our traditions, our history. We're going to have to
0: move into a different place. That's what wokeness is. He's talking about race. He's talking about about our history and our traditions. In the context of race. Well, I'm trying to figure out... Uh, what we're going through right now, because I I know it wasn't happening that way uh, a few a few years ago uh, before he got in. It, it wasn't this diametrically opposed on race and everything else and history. Can you turn your computer off? Thank you. Uh, let me tell you about our sponsor this half hour. If you don't know your numbers, you don't know your business. This, this th- there is a problem in a lot of small businesses. And I know this because I've been through it. You get a hodgepodge of business systems, one for accounting, one for sales, one for inventory. Nothing is integrated. You have no idea what's going on in your business. You need NetSuite by Oracle. It is a cloud-based business system. It's management software that gives you the visibility and the control that you need so you can make wise investments. You'll know what your next step is. It'll save you time, money, and unnecessary headaches. It manages sales, finance, accounting, orders, HR, all of it from one central dashboard. And the companies that use NetSuite tend to grow three times faster than the S&P 500. I want you to go to netsuite.com. That's netsuite.com slash back. Get this for your business now. you got to know your numbers or you don't know your business. NetSuite.com slash back.
3: Glenn breaks down the media's disinformation on Ukraine. Democracy does die in darkness. Check it all out on Blaze TV or YouTube anytime.
0: Secretary Hillary Rodham Clinton and Chelsea Clinton, who co-wrote the
5: book of Gutsy Women. Um, Hillary, I have to ask you a question that has been plaguing me for a while. How did you kill Jeffrey Epstein? (laughs) Because you're not in power, but you have all the power. I, I really need to understand how you do what you do. Because you seem to be behind everything nefarious, and yet you do not use it to become president. <laughs> what is the game plan? Well, Trevor. What is, what, but honestly though, what does it feel like being the boogeyman of the rights?
2: Well, it's, it's a constant surprise to me. <laughs> um, Because the things they say,
5: and now of course it's on steroids with uh, being online, uh, are so ridiculous uh, beyond any imagination that I could have. And yet they Uh are so persistent
6: in putting forth these crazy uh,
3: ideas
5: and
6: theories. Honestly, I don't know what I ever did to get them so upset.
4: Oh, oh my gosh. Oh. Stop. We
0: could we could we could clear clarify that for her if she wanted. <laughs> uh Bill, the likelihood that Hillary Clinton did off Jeffrey Epstein with her own hands. Uh the likelihood of that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 1%. <laughs> Okay. 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 I forgot we were on the air. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) So wait a minute. I do want to ask you a serious question on this. Uh, uh, Dr. Michael Baden um, Mm -hmm. said that it's more likely that he died of a homicide than a suicide. Mm -hmm. Um, uh, He's not the first to say, but he's the one who examined now. um, The New York chief medical examiner said it was definitely suicide. Mm -hmm. But this guy says... And he's respected. No, there's three bones in there that are usually not broken by hanging yourself. It's very common with homicide. Mm
5: -hmm. Um, Look, I'm not a doctor. I know this guy likes publicity. I don't believe a word of it. Um, I know people in the Bureau of Prisons. Um, It's inconceivable that this would happen. But, you know, people like batting that stuff around.
0: You are no fun
5: yeah I'm not a lot of fun. I'll no, tell you that really. but here's a here's a uh, astute observation from me. Mm-hmm. Who has more in common with Donald Trump than any other politician in the country? Hillary Clinton, because they're both malign to the point of caricature, and Hillary Clinton and Donald Trump, and remember remember. I sat behind Hillary and Bill Clinton at Marla Maples' Donald Trump's wedding. I sat behind them. all right, And they couldn't have been more buddy-buddy. And this is in The United States of Trump, the book you so love. all right. It's in there. And now, if there's one soulmate in the political arena for Donald Trump, it's her isn't that ironic
0: it is and it is a good it is a good part of the book uh, you me the president and a dog named boo uh, by Bill O'Reilly <laughs> bill let me let me ask <laughs> let me ask you this sauce I saw a story I have never seen any any yeah. religious person say anything like this before Pope Francis quote it's an honor to be attacked by American conservatives.
5: I didn't see that. Can you give me the context of it?
0: He said on Wednesday, it was an honor to be attacked by the U.S. church conservatives and their Catholic media allies who have criticized him on issues from theology to climate change and even called for his uh, resignation.
5: Yeah. Well, there's a movie coming out um, about uh, the two popes, I think the name of it is. It'll be out before Christmas, and Anthony Hopkins plays one of the popes, and uh, somebody famous plays the other. And it's about the handoff from Pope Benedict, a conservative German pope, to um, Pope Francis, a liberal Argentinian. Um, I like Pope Francis. I watched him up close, and he is a good man. But he is a very liberal theologian. Very liberal, and that makes conservative Catholics crazy, crazy. Um, and so I understand the ire toward Pope Francis. But as a Catholic, I think Pope Francis is a good man, even though I don't dis- I don't agree with his liberal theology in the sense that. Well, um, I mean, it's, I think... We have to have borders. We have to have... Less, but wait, wait,
0: wait, wait, wait. wait. It, but I think for the very first time, I could ask the question, is the Pope Catholic? And not everybody could answer that question.
5: Yeah, he's Catholic. He's
0: just... He said that Catholic. Jesus, if you believe in the Trinity, he said Jesus wasn't God for uh, uh, while he was here on Earth for 33 years. Now, if you believe in the Trinity... Did we not have God for thirty three years? Where where did God go? Hiatus.
5: <laughs> <laughs> okay. Look, all of this is out of context. It's like the New Testament. Most of the New Testament is a parable. He's not he's not saying this he's and this is what Francis does. So look, I don't want to get into Catholic theology, but there's a difference between what the Pope does and what the religion is, all right? We have had Popes throughout history that have been so corrupt. They had 18 wives, you know, I mean, you just (laughs) look at them, started wars, looted countries, I mean... This is theology, and the theology I believe is very, very strong. But then there's an institution, and the institution is not.
0: All right, let me. uh, You and I, boy, we. I I mean, we're shaking apart here. We're shaking apart. Our friendship Mm -hmm. is shaking apart here. No, back. Oh no, no. As as a Christian man, you have to forgive me. (laughs) 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 Okay, so Bill, last one. Elizabeth Warren. Oh, I love her, don't yeah. you? Oh, she's mm. great. She's you great. You know what?
5: Yeah, I I think I've uncovered um, a videotape of Elizabeth Warren on American Bandstand. It looks just like her. Um, Dick Clark is interviewing her uh, about uh, the dog named Boo song that
0: you really, <laughs> really, yeah. So um, what she, do you want to know about? She her? just she just came out and said, uh, "What is it? Fifty six or fifty 52. Fifty three million. <laughs> trillion.
5: Um, yeah. But trillion. I mean, it, trillion what yeah. what difference does it make? Point, yeah, right? yeah. <laughs> it really it's, doesn't matter. Yeah. So but what people don't know is Bernie and uh, and Elizabeth to pay for it, Medicare for all are willing to sell California to China and that
0: uh, they already they get uh, the money. Uh, yeah. too late <laughs> that's already been done they sold the coastlines too yeah, late but, it, but but they're so simpatico now it's not even yeah. uh, you know you don't even notice. just come in mm. pay the 50
5: trillion for it and uh, everybody's happy
0: okay so t- today as things yeah. stand today who's going to be the nominee biden still really be the
5: nominee as it stands today if biden huh. Okay, if they can wake him up, all right, he sleeps late, um, he, he'll he get it. Because they know the socialists are going to lose, they being the power brokers within
0: the Democratic Party. So and, I don't understand. They know this, they know but yet they they're know. standing they're on it. They're doing everything. They're standing on it every day. They don't reject it. They They embrace it until... They have to actually get Americans to vote. What, the, yeah, what is their lost. strategy?
5: Here's the strategy. They believe by pandering to these far, far left people, these socialist people, they're getting younger people engaged than the Democratic Party. That's number one. All the younger people want to be socialists, don't want to work, just want to get everything handed to them, they're going to be committed Democrats. They also believe, and this is a mistake, that minorities like this. They don't. Uh, I I don't believe that Hispanic Americans and African Americans are socialists. Younger Americans, yes. I do believe that. Absolutely. So, and also the media loves socialism. They love it. Until socialism comes to their door, then they don't like it so much. And so the Democratic Party, they're playing this game. They're going, okay, we can recruit using this stuff. We can do this. But then when it comes crunch time, at the convention, they're going to wheel out Joe, and I think literally wheel him out. All right. And he'll be waving one hand. He can't do two at once. Um, and he'll be there with that big grin. And, uh, Hunter will be, uh, Secretary of State. It's well, going to work out.
0: It's, it's going to be great. Gonna it's going to work great. out. All right. Go ahead and plug the, uh, Pamphlet United or States thing. of Trump, yeah.
5: gangbusters. Uh, I, I actually am running commercials where Glenn Beck says it's the greatest book that he's ever read, with the exception of the Celebr- Bible. celebrity
0: celebrity okay. voice impersonated.
5: Yes, and uh, BillOReilly.com, dot We really we're opening it up for everybody this weekend, so you don't have to pay uh, to see my impeachment coverage yesterday, which I think was one of the best things I've ever done. Wow! So go to BillO'Reilly dot com go to the blaze you know don't waste your time this weekend on foolish football you get knowledge
0: all right bill, bill o'reilly thank you so much free weekend at right, guys good talking to you have a good week weekend all right conventional wisdom says that you should either sell or buy a house in the spring or summer but that actually is not true anymore Uh, You know, it's 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 great to take care of the outside stuff. The kids are out of school, blah, blah, blah. But there there's a lot more that goes into buying and selling a home. And the truth of the matter is some of the best times to buy and sell in homes are not when people traditionally think Uh, there is we have changed as a nation. Surprisingly, January is the best time to buy a home because the prices tend to be lower and November is the best time to sell a home because there are usually fewer homes on the market, which of course means that someone is more apt to see your home. And Why is this? Because the myth persists. These are the kinds of things that you're going to learn when you go and use realestateagentsitrust.com. If you want someone who can help you create the most value for your home and who has a long track record of success, it's time to get moving. Go to realestateagentsitrust.com. That's realestateagentsitrust.com. This is the Glenn
1: Beck Program.
0: There's a couple of things uh, I want to play some audio. Here is uh, here is Adam Schiff uh, in audio, uh, how he feels about impeaching Donald Trump. Just listen to this.
4: We take no joy in having to move down this road and proceed with the impeachment inquiry.
0: <laughs>
4: but neither do we shrink from it. Yeah. I don't
0: think anybody believes that. I don't I think don't your joy. wife, your mother, no one believes oh, that one. No way. Uh, Here is a state lawmaker talking about miscarriage. This is Representative Wendy Ullman of Pennsylvania. Listen to this.
5: It refers specifically to the product of conception after fertilization, which covers an awful lot of territory. I think we all understand the concept of the loss of a fetus, but we're also talking about a woman who comes
6: into the a facility and is having cramps and the not to be
5: not to be callous concrete. Mm -hmm. An early miscarriage is just some mess on a on a napkin. And I'm not sure people would agree that
6: this is something that we want to take to the point of ritual, uh, either cremation or internment.
0: Oh wow! Man. Wow, is that despicable? Evil M- miscarriage is just a mess on a napkin. I cannot believe that a woman said that. I know that is yeah. That's a woman who obviously doesn't know any other women that have had miscarriages. Right. I mean, sounds like a woman
3: who's never been pregnant. Oh my
0: gosh!
3: To say that, she, yeah, you lost a fetus. No, no, I didn't lose a fetus, lost a baby that was uh growing in the womb. Wow, that's pretty despicable. But that's how far they've
0: come. I know. And they, I, was just say, I can't any imagine pretense now. I can't imagine that woman being reelected. But then again, today mm, maybe 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 Probably maybe, in fact. Yeah, maybe people don't mm-hmm. feel this way anymore. I I don't have any idea. Uh, one last do we have uh, a minute 30 here that we could play the um the judicial pick of Lawrence van Dyke in the Senate hearing um when one of the Senators is questioning him about his political letter from the American Bar Association that accuses him of ineptitude and also discrimination against LGBT listen
2: did you did you say that you wouldn't be fair to members of the LGBT community
4: Senator I that was um that was the part of the letter
5: i did not say that
0: look at what look at what people are doing to people Mm-hmm I apologize. It's
4: all right I'm sorry. No, I did not say that. I do not believe that It is a fundamental belief of mine that all people are created in the image of God and They should all be treated with dignity and respect Senator,
2: can you commit today to to this committee that you will treat, if if confirmed, that you would treat every litigant who who came before you with respect and with dignity? Absolutely, Senator. I would not have allowed myself to be nominated for this position if I did not think I could do that. Including members of the LGBT community and and any other community that has been historically disadvantaged in this country? Absolutely, Senator. Wow.
0: Wow. What an insulting question. Mm -hmm. Uh, And this is just coming because of politics. Look at what we are doing to people. How are you ever going to get anyone decent to go through this this process to be able to lead us? How are you ever going to do it? It's got to stop. To Glenn thank you so much Hi. Hillary I want to talk to you about real estate agents that uh, you
3: trust or uh, dot .com? yes the real estate, estate agents I trust. Okay. Com. all right because uh, if if it's the ones you don't trust uh, I can't recommend them. Really? Yeah, can't yeah. recommend them. I well, don't know I've about been,
0: you. I've been thinking about you know they've been asking me this r- group of real estate agents. Hey, Glenn, we know you got the ones that you trust. How mm-hmm. about real estate agents you don't, don't trust? trust? And I said, what will you do for people? And they say, we'll <laughs> screw up your paperwork. We won't sell your house. Right. We'll we'll just have open houses every weekend every so you can weekend. keep your house immaculate. And then we'll call. We'll call when there's somebody that wants a showing. We'll call like 20 minutes before. Perfect. But it'll be on like a Saturday night. Yeah. And then we won't call you and tell you what the people said. We'll just string you along. <laughs> that's real estate agents I don't com, But the real estate huh. agents I do trust.com do the opposite of that. Oh, wow. And that's why I trust them. And you can too. <clears throat> just let us know if you're trying to buy or sell a house. We'll find the right real estate agent in your area. It's real estate agents I trust com. Thank you for that, Pat. I'm, yeah, happy to help. No, no, yeah. no. That's you are Just a, wanted to clarify. You are you a know? helper. You are a helper. By the way, daylight <laughs> savings time this weekend fall back. This time, twenty five hours. You fall back twenty five hours.
1: The fusion. <laughs> Of entertainment and
0: enlightenment. I was just telling Pat, and uh, he said a lot of people don't know that, that Daylight Savings Time is happening uh, this year, this weekend. Uh-huh. Usually, you just fall back an hour. Right. Uh, this time, 25 hours. You fall a day <laughs> and an hour back. Wow. So you get
3: a whole day Day and and one more hour. And one more hour. Wow. Yeah.
0: So It's a special year. Set your calendar back. (laughs) Uh, It's a Daylight Savings Time uh, weekend. All right. I want to talk to you about what we're doing as a society because it ain't working. Nobody's convincing anything to anybody. Nobody is changing the hearts and minds of anybody. Maybe we should change tactics. There's somebody who really, truly understands this and lived it. Got kind of in reverse, was taught. It was probably, you know, probably one of the bigger problems in our country at one point, And had a change of heart, saw the light. How do we change tactics and actually move forward? That in one minute.
1: This is the Glenn Programme.
0: Oh Pat. Remember the days when Remember the days when you had a, a car that had a whole bunch of miles on it and then didn't have any warranty? Good times. Oh and when times. that light would go off you'd be like, Oh yeah Look at
3: that. Yes, I wonder what's wrong. I yeah. can't wait to find out.
0: <laughs> yeah. That light works. <laughs> I was wondering if that light worked and we find out now it does work. The little one that says check engine. <laughs> Oh, that's super special. Now I get to go and find out how much it's going to cost. It's going to mm-hmm. be great. Well, if you had Car Shield, you wouldn't have to worry about any of it. You could get your favorite mechanic or dealership to do the work, which frequently is not the option. They provide 24-7 roadside assistance, rental car while yours is being fixed for free. So don't let that little light, don't let that little light scare you change uh change uh the way you deal with car repairs by going to carshield.com carshield.com or call 1-800-CAR-6000 use the promo code back and you're going to save 10 percent it's 1-800-CAR-6000 carshield.com All right, when you say uh, at least 15 years ago, hey, can you name a really horrible, divisive group? You could probably say, uh, yeah, Westboro Baptist Church. Oh, yeah. But now we are all kind of, we're kind of turning into that. We see that everywhere now. We see Mm -hmm. people screaming these things at each other. America has become an online version in many cases of the Westboro Baptist Church, not necessarily screaming the same things, but being just as vile and mean and 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 awful. Well, Megan Phelps, uh she's a writer and an activist and a former member of the Phelps family member of the Westboro Baptist Church, and she joins us now. She has a new book uh, called Unfollow. Welcome, Megan. How are you?
6: I am wonderful. What about you?
0: I'm I'm good. Good to have you on the program again. Uh, first of all, can I ask you, um, the you kept the, the name Phelps. You're Megan Phelps Roper. And Phelps is one of those words, you know, like we say, your name is mud around here. That because that's that's because the guy who was helping John Wilkes Booth, his name was Mud. The doctor was Mud. Phelps is kind of one of those names. Why'd you keep it?
6: I kept it because I wanted to reform it. You know, my name, Megan Phelps Roper, for a very long time. It meant, as my family would say, "God hates fags," and I didn't want it to mean that anymore. Jeez. I wanted to. I wanted to change. I wanted to take it back and. You know, I, my, my husband recently, we've been talking about, you know, we want to start a nonprofit at some point, and he had the idea of calling it the Westboro Foundation, because I want, I want people when they hear Westboro to not think of people who celebrate tragedies and deaths, but people who are there when tragedies happen to, to help people who are suffering.
0: I mean, in, in some ways, it's what Chip and Joanna did for Waco, Texas, but it was, I mean, that wasn't, that wasn't personally them. Uh, right. and and you have a i mean you you were you were there on the front lines tell me tell the audience I know who you were, but tell the audience who you were and how you changed
6: uh so Westboro Baptist Church was started by my grandfather and it's almost entirely my extended family, so my mother um was the de facto spokesperson for a very long time, and I was right there i grew up right at her elbow i'm her you know I'm the third of eleven children i'm her oldest daughter so you know she called me her right hand, and I was right there in the middle of it i was I was a, a hardcore believer um a zealous believer in everything that Westboro taught and I defended them in the media i I was the one who took our message to social media initially um and you know helped with all of the logistical work you know orchestrating the protests um so i I was not i was not you know as I put it I said I was all in that's how i felt um, and then uh, before you
0: one? before you change, before you talk about how you changed, um, was there ever any discussion like, hey, guys, I don't think this is working. This approach <laughs> is not working. Was there ever any discussion like that?
6: <laughs> no, because for, for Westboro, you know, they they do not use conversion numbers as a metric of their success. They don't believe that, you know, changing hearts and minds is in their power because they believe in predestination. So only God can change someone's heart. And so we we basically saw our, you know, we measured our success as the amount of publicity that we were getting, because all we were trying to do was publish this message that we thought was the Word of God. So and so from mm. that perspective, we were very successful. We were all, I mean, you know, pop culture phenomenons, you know, True Blood, that, you know, really popular series on HBO. The opening credits included, you know, God Hates Fangs, you know, um, which is part of our, you know, just a, t- a play on our, our God hates gays um, message. But so it it's, you know, for them, they just, that's they weren't trying to change people's minds. And that's why um, they, they, to change, the idea of changing tactics didn't even occur to them. And when people would insist that they should, that it was biblical for them to change tactics, for us to change tactics, um, we basically just dismissed them out of hand.
0: So, Megan, when, when you, are away from this now and your eyes have been opened and you you know what you were part of and your family is a part of and you know you know what's what's true and what's not how difficult is it for you to look at our society today and to see what people are doing online on air everything and and not just cry out you fools what are you doing
6: well i can't say you fools because i i was exactly where so many people are now i know i know how seductive that that way of seeing things is you know the the appeal of absolute certainty you know the mm-hmm. It, it my grandfather used to say that it was there's was something wonderfully liberating in the idea that in the notion the knowledge that you are one hundred percent right, and he believed that he believed that we were one hundred percent right um with no possibility of error because we again we had the word of god and and so when I see this you know this this spirit kind of the same spirit taking over um you know the, the westboroization of of politics and American culture generally um I know, I know why people are drawn to it, and I understand the group dynamics that lead people to it, but I also know, you know how incredibly destructive it is to see the world that way and how, how ineffective it is to try to, to change hearts and minds to, um, to, to come to you know, collective to compromise how difficult that is to do when you have completely demonized anyone who doesn't agree with you on everything, anyone who steps outside of the party line on any, on any notion. Um, it's, 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 it's not good.
0: It's, um, it's interesting. Cause I, I wrote in one of my books, I think it was my last one where I said, the only thing I am now certain of is that I'm not certain of anything. Um, it is our certainty that is, is dividing us. Um, and it, it's, it feels it feels different than what you went through because you see and you claim what's happening over here is evil, and and I know the difference between good and evil, and this is just this movement is evil. But that's what you guys thought.
6: Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and that's the thing. It's if you are only looking at things from your perspective, you know, you're you're you are looking at. At at current events, in light of your your own experiences, and if you cut yourself off from trying to understand why other people have come to different conclusions, if you just attribute it to you know this person is evil, they are ill-intentioned, you you are immediately cutting yourself off from really understanding that person and what has led them to those conclusions.
0: Right, and it, it doesn't it doesn't mean that you um, are going to change your point of view or uh, or. Uh, That you're not necessarily on the right track, but you don't understand that you are limiting um, yourself by not listening to how other people got there or viewed it because they are going to teach you something. Uh, And if you close yourself off to that, you end up alone, right?
6: Yeah, absolutely. And there, you know, there is this instinct that I think is very human. You know, when when we encounter people that we believe are doing and believing destructive things, the instinct that we have is to isolate ourselves from them. You know, we don't want to endorse them. We don't want to have any part with what they're involved in. And again, I, I think that's very a very human response. Um, you know, you're trying to shame them into changing. The problem is that when the divide is as great as it is now in, in so many different spheres, you know, I was talking to an anthropologist last year, uh, and she she explained the feeling of shame as, you know, the feeling that we get when we know that we have violated the norms of our community. And so, you know, for me, Westboro was my community, and I didn't have any community outside of that. I felt completely alienated from the rest of the world. It was this very us them mentality. And so, when other people, outsiders, attempted to shame me. I, I felt pride. I was I, I was happy that they that they mm. thought I was wrong because I thought they were evil. So clearly, this it just reinforces your sense of righteousness. What's
0: the difference between this and moral relativity? Uh,
6: I, I think you're. I don't believe that you have to, like, have no opinions about things. Like, I I don't think that you you have to say, well, I can't – when you said um, certainty is the root of this, for me, I I totally agree. This toxic sense of certainty in your own righteousness, it's not not that you don't have opinions or that you don't have strong values and strong beliefs. It's that you hold them a bit more loosely because you understand that there is information and experiences outside of your own – which are necessarily limited, uh, that can and should change the way you see things. We have to be willing to listen because, not because we are are trying to, you know, say that okay, white supremacy is okay, or, or whatever the whatever the specific issue is. Um, it's that what is that what 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 is in this that I can learn from, and how can we build a bridge from where they are? To where, where I am
0: so show us how uh, we need to change our behavior you know your book is called uh, unfollow uh, and you're not necessarily saying uh, disengage from social media um, you, you because uh, at least I don't think uh, no, because no. that's that's what that's what changed you was somebody using social media in the right way so what's the right way to approach this or another right. way
6: Yeah, so I, I, on... I gave a TED talk a couple of years ago about this. This was, I think, the last time I was on. It um, that, that was basically detailing these strategies that, um, that people used with me. So the first was to don't assume bad intent because, again, you need to understand what is actually motivating this person. And I think very few people are actually deliberately trying to do things that they know are evil or wrong. Mm-hmm. They have be- somehow become convinced that this is the right way. And so you need to understand where they're coming from if you're going to actually reach them. Um, The second is to ask questions, partly, again, to help you understand where where they are, where they're coming from, but also partly as a signal to them that they're being heard. And so, and, you know, there's, there's this reciprocal thing that happens where, you know, somebody, you ask them questions and they, they go through their whole position, they explain it all to you, and then they get to the end and there's this natural, you know, sense of reciprocation often where they want to know what you think, where are mm-hmm. you coming from? And, how and
0: it's it- not asking questions, it's asking honest questions, it's asking right. questions of, I want to know, not questions that will get them to change their mind, because I'm going to have a, I know the answer to this one.
6: Right. Yes. Yeah, okay. Uh, and then the third is to stay calm, which is, you know, as you see in conversations on social media, on television, all over the place, it's really difficult, right? it seems like right now, to be able to stay calm in these discussions because we these are conversations about deeply held values and, and disagreements that we we cannot fathom how somebody has come to a different place. And so if we can be very intentional and deliberate about keeping you know, keeping the the hostility level as low as possible, trying to acknowledge, you know, that the other person is is coming from a place of genuine disagreement and to be be able to tolerate that, like this is, you know, embodying the value of tolerance. Um, I think it's really important. So that's the third step. And then the fourth is to make your argument. Um, You know, and again, this is one of those things that sounds very obvious, but when we have these deeply held values, there is this, you know, this sense that anybody that is a decent person would have already come to the same conclusions that I have. And so we, we end up not actually articulating the defenses and the arguments uh-huh. for our position. So we actually need to do that. Um, and then, you know, I think I mentioned this last time too, the fifth point that I would, that I would say um, that was not in my TED Talk because I ran out of time, but it would be to, to be patient. Because people don't change these kinds of deeply held values overnight, like in a moment, like even, even though I can look back in my own experience to how my mind changed over time, I can point to several moments where I absolutely became aware that there was a contradiction in what I believed. And what it caused me to do was kind of to shut down momentarily. Right. And that's what happens to human beings as we, you know, this this cognitive dissonance, like to finally come to the place where we understand, wow, maybe there is something wrong with my position. Maybe mm-hmm. I need to reconsider this. And if you push that, you know, if you try to use that as a gotcha moment, that's people react very negatively to yeah. that. It, it pushes push it us way. exactly, yeah. it pushes you deeper into your position. So
0: Megan, I think you're a re- re- remarkable remarkable woman. Uh, and your message is so powerful and and right on the money and right for this time. Uh, I urge everybody in the audience to read this and share this with people. What she lays out is, look, what we're doing isn't working. We have to change tactics. And I think she has a remarkable message. The name of the book is Unfollow, Megan Phelps Roper. Unfollow. It's available wherever you buy books uh, currently. Thank you so much, Megan. God bless.
6: Thank you. Thank you. You
0: bet. Cyber criminals today have grown both in numbers and sophistication when it comes to finding ways to remove you from your money. And the absolute worst thing you can do is ignore it. It's worse than just making sure you've you know, got your hand on the wallet at all times. Your identity is floating out in cyberspace most of the time. And to assume that you're going to escape some sort of incursion in the world where cybercrime is increasing rather than decreasing is really fairly foolish. The good news is there's LifeLock. LifeLock detects a wide range of identity threats and keeps you informed if and when someone out there is trying to get a hold of or sell your information online. Now, nobody can prevent all identity theft or monitor all transactions at all businesses, but LifeLock can see the threats that you might miss on your own. Act now and get an extra 10% off your first year with the promo code BACK. Call 1-800-LIFELOCK or visit LifeLock.com. Use the promo code BACK. Save an extra 10% off your first year at 1-800-LIFELOCK. LifeLock or LifeLock.com promo code BECK. We break for 10 seconds. Station I.D. All right. Uh, Welcome. uh, Welcome to the program. David Mallor is... um is a guy who you've never really heard of, um, most likely, but you know his work. And uh, I have a podcast with him uh, this weekend that I I so strongly urge you to look into. We'll talk about it here in in just a second. So, Pat, looking at the list of the things that she just uh, put down, let's just look Mm -hmm. at this with impeachment. Mm Mm-hmm. Why are people going after, why is the DNC, besides politics, why is the DNC pushing this? And why is this working with, you know, Democrats? Uh, I, I think it's hatred. I think they just absolutely hate Donald Trump. I think if you phrase it the way she just did, they assume bad intent. Mm-hmm. You just assume bad intent. And, and no, haven't
3: they done that from the start with From Trump?
0: from the very start. From the very start. Um, they're not listening to well, what are the questions? Wait, what what are we what are we really talking about here? Mm-hmm. Let's listen and ask him questions on what are you doing, or you can't really ask him, but see, like for instance, the chalkboard and open your eyes to a different perspective. Stay calm and yet make your stand and and make your argument we are violating all of these as a society every single Mm -hmm. day and when is it that the group of us are all going to wake up and go "Hmm, maybe we should try something different you
3: notice that and i meant to ask her before she left if if her family is still doing this because you'd never hear about them anymore uh, because, the Westboro Baptist Church Because everybody's like the Westboro Bor- Baptist Church now Right Every time you see a protest It's it's like those people And so it's not even uncommon They're not even I don't think they even raise any interest in the media anymore Because we see that every weekend
0: every Everywhere It's amazing Especially you're right I wish I would have asked that question ever Because especially if they are still active Yeah You don't ever uh, hear about uh, them Never <laughs> Not for and years. And I think you're now. right. It is. We've all it's become. Too common. Yeah. We're mm-hmm. all that in in one way or another. We're all calling each other horrible names, especially mm-hmm. in the virtual world. All right, back in a minute. You're listening to Glenn Beck. I want to talk to you about the dynamic variable lumbar support the dynamic variable lumbar support system only is available with x chair and x chair is 100 percent the chair you need it's comfortable it's stylish it has 10 different adjustments on it this is not this is not a back chair this is a chair that is just super super comfortable and if you happen to have back problems it's just the best because of the variable lumbar support system this is the best chair for an office that you can buy at about half the price of what everybody says is the best chair you could buy for your office i urge you to check this out and 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 try it out you know they have a 30-day money-back guarantee so it's not if it's not everything i say it is they'll they'll come and pick it up you just ship it back at their expense companies can't afford to do that with something like an hex chair they know nobody returns these chairs. Try it. Sit in one and you'll understand. xchairbeck.com.
3: Democracy does die in darkness is on demand right now. Use the promo code GB20Off to get 20% or $20 off your subscription.
0: Mm. i just saw the story about the uh the mother nearly 300 pound mother achieves her life-changing weight loss after her son fat shames her uh Mm. she was um uh she her, her son was three at the time said mom you're fat (laughs) <laughs> and he just she decided i've got to stop i've got to stop and so she started working out and now she's thin and beautiful and oh. and uh, hopefully the Is authorities his son in jail though. i was in gonna prison? say hopefully the authorities have put that kid away <laughs> yes because if fat shaming if
3: he ever fat shames again uh, uh it's you can't have that yeah you
0: can't have it uh fireside chat on live television trump says he wants to read the ukraine call transcript to the american people now it's interesting cuz this is what I said after we did the uh after we did the chalkboard about a month ago I said president should do a fireside chat he should now mm-hmm. I also added he needs to really be prepared for that and he needs to just take people through it and I think I also then said he's probably not the guy to do it cuz I don't know <laughs> if he's that disciplined but mm-hmm. we'll, we'll see. Is there, uh, was there a date attached to
3: that? He hasn't. He just said he wants to do it uh, sometime soon. Uh, at some point, I'm going to sit down, perhaps as a fireside chat on live television, mm-hmm. and I'll read the transcript of the call because people have to hear it. When you read it, it's a
0: straight call. It's a perfect call. <laughs> <laughs> I love the perfect call thing. All right. Um, a Brooklyn Great. pimp named Sugar Bear on tr- wow uh hmm? is that the sugar bear
3: that saved my
0: life tonight with elton john no uh-uh. oh, okay no. this is a different Sugar different different sugar bear okay. this sugar bear is a brooklyn pimp that's on trial for killing his prostitute girlfriend uh but he said i didn't kill her i just chopped her up and put her head in my freezer <laughs> for what reason he didn't want to be blamed
3: Oh, well, that makes
0: sense. Yeah. Yeah. So this is a, this yeah. is another sugar bear. <laughs> now, this is one that didn't save her life, but, but didn't kill her either. No. He didn't kill her. He just chopped Someone her up. Someone
3: chopped up my, my life tonight, tonight sugar, sugar bear. bear. Well, okay. So if somebody finds your girlfriend's head in your freezer, they're certainly not going to suspect that you killed her, right? No. No. They just no. Think you, well, why did you, you, but you chopped her up.
0: You just wanted to stash her there. Uh, I wanted to keep her close. (laughs) I wanted to keep her close. And, uh, you know, uh, I'm in the freezer for ice cream a lot. Makes sense. Yeah. It really makes sense. Um, So uh, uh, Julie Clark told the Brooklyn jury uh, he didn't want to go to jail. He didn't want to be blamed. He had no motive to kill his main moneymaker, but he did cut her body up. She then conceded, this is the attorney, she then conceded, look, he's not a nice man. He's not someone you want with your daughter, uh, but you don't have to like his lifestyle. That's that's very true. I don't want him dating my daughters.
3: Uh, That's very, very true.
0: Yeah. Police closed in on Moses after uh, finding Mm. the body parts at a uh, Bronx Waste (laughs) Transfer Station, tracing them to his apartment where they alleged were found blood splatters, uh uh and uh and frozen appendages they were found under oh a gosh. pile of frozen foods and meats in his uh in his uh in his freezer he was charged with concealing the body parts for 10 days after the slaying but again he said hey i i only chopped her up i didn't kill her does he have any ideas on who did kill her Uh, OJ Simpson. Okay. Uh, OJ Simpson. Uh, But OJ swears he was on the golf course. Uh, This weekend, uh, something that the farmers always get blamed for. Not true. Uh, It was actually uh, to be more environmentally friendly and uh, not burn as much coal. Uh, It's daylight savings time this weekend. Finally. They pushed
3: that back. Has it been, what, a month or six weeks? Um, I think it's... I think it's a month on both ends, right? Isn't that what they did? I don't, I'm not,
0: I haven't, I'm not following the... You're not following the, 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 no, the saga the, of the, the daylight, daylight savings. savings time? And it's actually, we're both saying it wrong. It's daylight saving, saving time. time. Yes. It's not, there's no S in savings. <clears throat> right, right. Leave the S off. For savings. For savings. S- saving. 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 <laughs> <laughs>
3: I hate daylight saving time. I want it to go away completely. I just want to be on standard time
0: the whole year. I, I think it's time. Okay. No, I, I no, I disagree with you. I like it this one weekend. I hate it in the spring. Very much so. But I don't know why we don't just fall back in the spring and the summer. Just keep <laughs> falling back.
3: An hour both times.
0: Yeah, an yeah. hour both time. Just fall back yeah. an hour, or if you you know you're like, well, then the days would be screwed up. Okay, then fall back a few, fall back twenty four hours or twenty three hours in the spring. Then we all win. <laughs> We're always getting extra time that way. I'm not sure it works like that. Well, I don't know why but, it doesn't. Uh... We can make it. We can make it. So if if. If we can have health care for all, we can certainly fall back 23 hours. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Let me uh, let me take you here. Tomorrow, uh, I have a podcast that comes out every Saturday. We have a really fascinating podcast. This is one of my favorite stories. This is the story um, about a man who has had an incredible life he grew up wanting to be a pitcher for the Boston Red Sox and that's all he wanted to do and he worked so hard his whole life and he's he got a scholarship to go to college he just graduates from high school and he has a scholarship to go for uh, to go to school and he's going to be on the baseball team and he's a pitcher and he's a good one and he's walking in a parking lot one night. And he realizes, I've left my wallet in the car, and they were headed towards McDonald's. I've got to go back out in the parking lot and get my wallet. You stay here. I'll be right back. Listen to how he describes the day that changed his life. So you were on your way. You may not have been a pitcher but uh, for the Red Sox, but you were on your way to some sort of career in baseball, you
4: thought. Yes,
0: sir. You're eighteen. Yes, sir. What happens?
4: Well, a uh, month after I got out of high school, we had uh, qualified for a state tournament. And my coach said, before you sign a scholarship, why don't you wait till we go to the state tournament? And if you do well, you're going to get more offers. I said, that sounds great. And so about 10 days before that tournament, I had gone to see a movie with one of my buddies. And we got out of the movie and uh, it was beautiful sunset. And there's a saying, red sky at night, sailor's delight. Mm I'm Really superstitious. And so I thought, that's a great sign of things to come. Mm -hmm. And so we're driving. He says, how about if we stop and get a bite to eat? And so we saw McDonald's. And so we pulled into the parking lot and parked on the side of the, the right side of the entrance across from the door. And we got out and started walking across the parking lot. And I realized I forgot my wallet. And so he says, hey, I'm going to go ahead and go in. And I went back to the car to get my wallet and uh, picked my wallet up and closed the door and started taking a few steps toward the door. And I heard a car come off the street quickly and and stop suddenly. I looked up and the two people in the car, the driver and the passenger, uh, had opened their doors and were changing positions uh, to the other person was going to drive. So I stopped and waited for them to get in. And when they got in and shut the doors, I motioned for them to go ahead and drive drive through to get to the drive-through. And they motioned for me to start walking and go ahead and go. And so I started walking, and I heard them rev their engine and squeal their tires. And I had enough time to turn, and I lifted uh, my left leg and put both my hands up, and the car was speeding right at me, and I didn't have time to move anywhere else and the car hit me threw me 20 feet in the air and I slammed into the door the brick wall right where the corner of the door jutted out and luckily I landed right in the corner I slammed into the brick wall landed in a pile at the base of the the corner of the wall and when I looked up the car was coming at a higher rate of speed and the car hit the metal handrail sparks flew And the car's metal uh, bumper pinned the handrail in the car's bumper against my knee, against the wall. And, I, you know, the the engine is uh, revving, and the car exhaust is, you know, I'm having a hard time breathing. And I can see the lady just staring at me over the steering wheel. And I'm screaming at her to, please stop, please stop.
0: He goes on, he has multiple surgeries, he has nightmares, Uh, he has PTSD, but this is before anybody was diagnosing PTSD. Um, And he gets married, he has all kinds of problems because he cannot sleep at night. Do we know why this happened to him? This was a woman who just freaked out and stepped on the gas instead of the brake all of a sudden and just was freaking out. Yeah, I know. Then... Years go by he he learns to walk again, okay? he He can't even walk. Wow, he goes through therapy. He has a doctor that screws it up and his leg just snaps after surgery. Ugh. So he's got all these problems. He finally gets a job as a groundskeeper because he wants to you know he wants to play baseball, but he can't. so maybe I can just be a groundskeeper. So he goes up and he's working for the uh, Milwaukee Brewers. And they're doing a whole a whole new field for them. And uh, so they have everybody off. And the doors, the gates to the field are open one Saturday as they're redoing this field. And this woman, another woman in a car. A different woman. A different woman in a different city. <laughs> years later, guns it, comes through the gate and starts doing, uh, you know, wheelies around the uh, around the diamond. She's just going around the diamond. He starts running for the fence line, and he hears in the background, he hears that she is coming again uh, towards him now. And he looks behind, and here she is, and she runs him down. On purpose. On purpose. So she hasn't freaked out. She's yeah, just- no, she's... Cra- this woman's crazy. Okay? So That's he's unbelievable. He's that hit again. To him twice. Right. Oh it's crazy. Gosh. You don't know this guy by name, but you wow. know his work because he finally got a job at the Boston Red Sox and he's the guy, he's the first guy to cut the pattern of like the flag or the logo in the grass. Wow. He's the first guy to do that. And his story mm. is amazing. Uh, it is, it's an actual story that I, I purchased his life story probably 10 years ago. I wanted to play it and wanted to do a book and a movie on it could never get it done. And I felt so bad because it's such a great story. I just gave him the rights back. He's got a new book out. It's called one base at a time. Listen to this podcast. You've never heard anybody like david before such a good guy such a great inspiring story mm. and one uh, story of a guy who just suffered in silence and nobody knew what he was going through don't miss it on tomorrow's glenbeck podcast <laughs> Okay, I want to tell you about our sponsor, MyPillow, MyPillow.com. Actually, for the first time in my life, since maybe I was like eight, and yet we didn't ever go anywhere except to our grandparents' house, I actually thought about packing my pillow. I'm, I'm going this uh, weekend uh, out to uh, Salt Lake City to do a fundraiser for uh, Operation Underground Railroad, and uh, I, I honestly thought about putting the pillow in my In my suitcase because i love it please try this if you if you toss and turn all night if you can't get comfortable if your pillow's not right you literally fluff this thing once and it is perfect all night it doesn't get hot it doesn't collapse on you it's really great just try it out mypillow.com click on the new radio listener specials when you go there you'll find there buy one get one free so you can get two pillows for the price of one they also have sheets and, and towels and everything else. Just click on the new radio listener specials, enter the promo code back at mypillow.com. That's mypillow.com promo code back.
1: This is the Glenn Beck program.
0: We're just talking about uh we're just talking about one base at a time new book out of the groundskeeper of uh, Boston Red Sox and uh, uh, his story is just absolutely remarkable run it, over twice by freaky women yeah
3: really weird yeah really I mean, weird years and years yeah. apart in two different cities
0: yeah the coincidence in his life is just it's remarkable were you it's really nervous
3: remarkable. when you walked off the set with him that there was going to be a car that
0: burst through the walls and well no he was actually or- more concerned <laughs> because mr kool-aid <laughs> used to do that to me all the time oh wow yeah he'd break just oh, really? break through my wall and then he'd body slam me he's not that son of a bi- is he's not, not a nice guy he's not a nice guy, guy. i he's, know a lot of people are a like oh crazy. mr kool-aid's here no yeah. He's a psycho.
3: Well, I mean, how many gigantic containers of Kool-Aid do you know that are smashed through people's walls right. where they could go right through the gate or right. door?
0: If the guy would just use his <laughs> power for good as opposed to evil, you it, know? could change the world. Imagine could've how, how world. popular Kool-Aid would be if he yeah. wasn't breaking into people's houses and pinning the children right? against the walls. So, <laughs> uh, we didn't even talk about his car stuff. We kind of got focused on the... On Kool-Aid. On my Mr. Mr. Kool-Aid tragedy that I've carried around for years. (laughs) (laughs) This is actually a podcast that you will enjoy. uh, But if you know somebody that is suffering and thinks that they're alone, holy cow, listen to this life-changing podcast. Wherever you get your podcast, it comes out tomorrow. The Glenn Beck Program podcast tomorrow. iTunes and wherever else you get them.
1: listening to Glenn